2: Hello everyone and welcome. I'm Travis Cronin and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today I'm joined by two participants of the upcoming official Hot Girl Summer. Hot Girl and beauty savant Gwen Flamberg.
0: Oh I like that intro. Hello.
2: And the Hot Girl who carries a red rose to the bar just in case she meets the one Sarah Huron.
1: Oh, hello, hello, I should start doing that. You
2: should, it'd be a great bachelor idea. Well, today we have loads of celebrity drama and ridiculousness. We have a pop star finding her voice, a matriarch back in the public eye, a rogue vagina shaving, an all-stars cast of drinking wine and yelling, domestic violence on the Jersey shore, a possible cheating scandal, and much, much more. But before we get into all of that, Let's hear what made everyone go, whoa, this week. You know, Sarah Huron, what made you sit back in your chair, just gall and aghast, and go, whoa?
1: I'll set set the scene. I was at a bar last night because bars are open again, and I, you know, went for it on a Wednesday. And I get a message. Vax Girl Summer. That's right. Vax Girl Summer starting early. We don't even need to wait for Memorial Day. (laughs) I get a DM from my cousin. Shout out to my cousin, Tommy. And it is Tom Brady's Instagram story wishing his ex, Bridget Moynihan, a happy 50th birthday. And if you know me at all, you know that I am a champion for Bridget Moynihan. Never once seen Blue Bloods, but I love Coyote Ugly, and I love Justice, and I've been trying to get justice for Bridget Moynihan forever. And while some might think it's good they're on good terms, because it is for the child, I don't know if I like this, because I think Tom Brady might be trying to rewrite history a little bit. Pretend, you know, I don't know, but it made me go, whoa.
2: That made me go, whoa. I think that they're just like on better terms right now. And he's sort of celebrating her. And he's like, thanks for no hard feelings. I left you when you were pregnant right. or just, the, just given birth.
1: The photo was an interesting choice. It was like almost like a pop. not like I don't know if it was a paparazzi photo, but it was like a, she wasn't like looking. It was like her and the kid, maybe like at a sporting event or something. It was yeah. kind of a weird one. It was like <laughs> the best photo of her, to be honest. She's
2: gorgeous. No, but you, the, you can sort of tell that Tom Brady kid. picked it. Gwen, what made you go, whoa, this week?
0: Well, it was like a two part. Whoa, Travis, because I'm still not over the Oscars. I'm so glad that like fashion and glamour were back. But what made me go, whoa, was that adorable Yoo Jun Yoon. Am I pronouncing it right? I never pronounce it right. The woman who won Best Supporting Actress for um, Minori. It's Yoo Jun Yoon. Yeah. So I totally went, whoa, when she was like all flirty and adorable, seemingly when Brad Pitt, you know, gave her the award and she was like, oh, Mr. Brad Pitt, like, where were you when we were filming? And everybody sort of thought that she was being really flirty and it was adorable. And that sort of made me go, whoa. But then I really went, whoa, when I learned later in the week that actually she was kind of like, where were you while we were filming? Because apparently... Plan B, Brad's production company, which produced Minori, didn't really fund it well enough. And some of the actors, Yujin Yoon included, had to pay her own money out of her own pocket to upgrade to fly from South Korea to Los Angeles, which, you know, she's an older woman. Like, she needs to be flying business class to go work. That's business class is called business class because you're using the airways to go work. And apparently, like Plan B didn't well didn't fund the movie well well enough. So that also made me go whoa.
2: Oh, I did not know that that was so loaded. And it's really strange that Brad Pitt needed his production company after a contraceptive.
0: I agree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I was just like, who's taking Plan B? You know, this woman <laughs> is not. Isn't she a little too
0: old to be having children? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another reason to say go whoa. <laughs>
2: Wow. Well, that is quite the woe. And thank you for illuminating. I did not know that part of the story. And I hope she gets her business class ticket at least back to South Korea. Well, my woe this week is from a celebrity I don't think whose name I've ever mentioned out loud. Zeely Timothy is her name. She is the girlfriend of iconic singer and Coca-Cola commercial star Tyrese Gibson. And she posted on Instagram of him shaving her vagina last week. She's captioned the video, I will never let go of of my king, but does your man shave you though? And in the background, Tyrese could be heard explaining his method of putting creamer on first and then mixing it with some oil. And then Tyrese posted a photo calling his 25-year-old girlfriend beautiful and said, no, what's beautiful is your man's hands. I know he's supposed to be shaving, but I'm thinking about something else. I mean, this is woe and cringe for all the right, like the, all the right reasons. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I have no, I have no other words except just to say what happened.
1: It takes me back to um, those scenes of Kardashians when Scott Disick would shave Courtney when she was pregnant, and that was already a lot. And this seems like even more. So you know, maybe we don't need to share this, everyone.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> it's a little
1: think- TMI.
2: It is, and his girlfriend is not pregnant. She's physically capable in every way of shaping her own pubic area, but I, I guess it was sexy and public. I'm not quite sure. Well, let's dive into some news. First up, is it a revenge body if you're still seeing your ex, or is it a redemption bod? Well, you'll have to ask A-Rod because he posted a brand new grown-up man thirst trap. He captioned the photo, <laughs> (laughs) Left the dad bod in 2020, he captioned the side-by-side shots from December 2020 and April 2021. He said, anyone else determined to stick to their fitness goals this year? I've been consistent with my workouts and finally put down the chips, he said. What is your food weakness? Um, Jennifer Lopez did not answer his question in the comments, but some Peloton instructors did. And of course, A-Rod and JLo were seen at the Hotel Bel Air having the first date a, wee- a week or so after their amical split. And uh, source told us there is still love and respect there. Was this just like an Instagram engagement sort of moment? Is he trying to get J-Lo's attention? What do you guys think this weight loss, very grown man thirst Traff is for?
0: I think he's trying to get every woman's attention because a rod he who hath the centaur photo with his own face over his own bed needs attention from women he needs that adoration you know which is probably why he slid into the dms of that chick from southern charm whatever Uh, true yeah maybe it's for madison because she has a new boyfriend and now he wants madison to know he's (laughs) dropping
1: some lbs who knows
2: Maybe. Well, our next story is rather arresting. Uh, Domestic violence charges have washed up on the Jersey Shore for Ronnie Ortiz Magro. Sarah Huron, tell us why he is even more trash than he was before and what's going on in his relationship. I mean,
1: it's so wild to me that Ronnie, like all the people that have been canceled on reality television in the last year, for some, I think, whatever, for various reasons. Ronnie, who has been arrested for domestic violence several times, and also looking back, those seasons with Sammy was very uh, not okay to be on television. Now, you know, wild that this guy still is on Jersey Shore. MTV has not said a word, uh, as far as I know, about all of this. But Ronnie was arrested earlier this week or last week. Um, His daughter was there, um, and he was booked in Los Angeles. Um, for quote, intimate violence with injury with priors, referring to his other arrests. He was released on a um, $100,000 bond the, sa- the next day. And a source told us that his ex, Jen Harley, who was not there, is very concerned about this behavior happening in front of their daughter. She's three years old. Jen knows this is a pattern and that he does not change. Ronnie has come out with a statement and said, um i'm grateful for all my real friends thank you for being by my side this past week i take all experiences as lessons you learn who really cares about you when you're down and out and then you see who doesn't but i guess it's what they call the weeding process so he's taking a very jen shaw approach to thank his real friends for standing by them and he has a girlfriend safri Mm -hmm. mantos um she has said that there's misleading information her and ronnie are fine but now apparently like she unfollowed him and TMZ has some source stuff that kind of makes it seem, you know, like she was the woman in question with all this. I don't know. It's all a little shady, but, and sad. And I don't really get why Ronnie gets to like keep being famous
2: he gets such a pass i think because we loved him as sort of like a drunken hot mess who maybe got a little too rough with his girlfriend that now we're sort of giving him a pass be like oh that's just our ron ron again
1: right like sam was on sammy sweetheart was like blamed i feel like for their relationship stuff and like she was i mean emotionally and i think some physical stuff abused, like aired on that show like it was no big deal they had like mtv's big thing is just throwing in that domestic violence hotline at the end Mm -hmm. but it's like it's not a scripted show this is reality television like you could also intervene so I don't know. This is sad, and I, I, as Jen Harley, you know, she's got her own whatever. But I also worry about that
2: daughter. I do too. Well, let's hope they sort of wise up and like get him in some real classes and some change if they're gonna even take him back at all because he has gotten a big ass pass. Teacups out and pinkies up because it's time for a spot of royalty. Queen Elizabeth is getting back to business and she made her first appearance since Prince Philip's passing. On <clears throat> Tuesday, she had her first public engagement on Tuesday after, of course, Prince Philip, Duke at... The Duke of Edinburgh had died at 99 and was laid to rest. The Queen joined a video call with foreign diplomats after the two-week national mourning period following her husband's death. She was on there with more than 170 ambassadors and high commissioners based in London. The palace tweeted, "Each of them have an audience with the Queen shortly after taking up their role." And I hope it's not individually because if she has to go on 170 Zoom meetings, she is far too elderly <laughs> and important for that. I hope it's not her. But did you guys see the screen? Shots of the video, she looks so adorable. She has that big smile on her face, and it made me so happy to see her bounce back in such an amazing way. I
0: agree. You know, she's she's like the Iron Lady, really. You know, they called um Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher was like, What's her chops? History. Old they called <laughs> Margaret Thatcher the Iron Lady, but really the number one steel magnolia up in that country is Queen Elizabeth. She is, you know. She's just going to make it through. Of course, it's like Philip was her partner for 73 years, but he was 99 years old. They lived a really beautiful life together. And I think that she can be sad and she can also move on, you know,
2: queen, queen, icon
1: legend, Queen Elizabeth. We love her. (laughs) We stand her. We salute her.
2: We salute you, Queen Elizabeth II. You're doing amazing. Did you see
1: the happy anniversary, Will and Kate, 10 years of marriage? Did you see the video?
0: I just can't even believe that it was 10 years ago. I know. You guys – I was in high hum- school. Humble brag. That is really, really scary. I was at Us Weekly and <laughs> I went at 5 o'clock in the morning to the Helmsley Palace Hotel where they were having like a Willing Kate kind of like – party. A, a, mo- a mock. a wa- Yeah, but it was also like a mock wedding because it was like they – set up like a movie screen like it was a whole wall of the room so it was kind of like you were there at the wedding it was really funny I wore a fascinator and then I went to the office and it was crazy like my most vivid memory other than the dresses like I loved Kate's dress and I actually really liked Pippa's dress even better my most favorite memory was like that was when beatrice and eugenie kind of came on the scene and we were kind of like who are those two crazy cousins you know yeah
1: (laughs) i skipped first period to see all the footage and i remember like just being in awe of kate's dress i was like that is the princess dream that i wish i was living
2: so elegant so gorgeous timeless beauty facially body dress all of it
1: yeah yes good good times simpler times for the royals
2: much simpler times than they have to worry about you know pesky racist scandals or anything like that (laughs) all the power and no responsibility Hey, now you're an all star. Throw some white wine and get paid. It's turtle time for our favorite housewives who have descended on Turks and Caicos for an all star mashup that's sure to be a category five shit show. Sarah Huron, what can you tell us about this? I mean, this uh, season from my dreams, possibly when I'm, you know, sending a bottle out to sea, it says, please take some of the housewives and throw them on an island together and call it all stars.
1: Yes. We've got Teresa and Melissa representing New Jersey. We've got Kyle Richards flying solo, representing Beverly Hills. We've got Kenya and Cynthia from Atlanta. And of course, Ramona and Luann from New York. I mean, it wouldn't be a Turks and Caicos trip without Roni women that we know that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, I feel as though I can already see Ramona, you know, fighting over the rooms and I can see her in Kenya, maybe not getting along super well. Um, I, I don't know. Teresa probably might have some issues with someone I could see. I'm, I'm really hoping it's explosive. I think it's only like a week or so. Yeah. in the Turks and Caicos. There's been some stuff leaking, which like I don't want. I don't want the spoilers. I want to watch it. But even just seeing them there with like all the cameras, it's like it just gave me all the
2: feels. And even though it's just a week, we know that that's at least six dinner parties. And a lot can happen in Housewives time with six dinner parties. A lot
1: of white wine will be consumed. A lot of vodka, tequila. They all have different drinks. Those ladies, they were on a boat. I mean, I just wish I I, I needed even more of them. Like I heard like Sonia missed opportunity needed her
2: there. I would have loved Sonia there. She really just gets the drunkest in the... Yeah, there were definitely some missing, but I love how they sort of picked like a lot of problematic ones, a lot of ones who are all up in your face and then sort of Kyle Richards. Yeah, and like
1: Cynthia. Like Kyle and Cynthia (laughs) will be like the voice of reasons and the other ones will be... And like Luanne is... Luann is just such a treat.
2: She is. And they've all been posting like a million pictures of them every day in every outfit from Turks yeah, and Kegos. I'm a little concerned
1: that all they're doing is taking bikini photos. And like, if we don't have a, a Kelly Ben Simone to take the pictures, I'm not interested in those scenes, but I, it'll be good. Uh, Johan Kelly Ben
2: Simone as the uh, Johan face. Please, please relax your <laughs> lips. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I could really use her as the photographer there and Alex McCord working that runway. Beach would be fantastic. Never forget. Well, uh, there's been a surprising twist in the story this week. Tristan third-timester Thompson has possibly, (laughs) allegedly, possibly, we really haven't confirmed yet, um, caught cheating when his fiance is isn't pregnant. This is a new twist. Well, Khloe Kardashian is on it and sharing cryptic Instagram stories, as our Khloe money always does. She shared a <clears throat> cryptic quote on Instagram. This is after news that an Instagram model named Sydney Chase claimed that she slept with Tristan in January after he allegedly assured her he was single. She said it happened, and then I found out, and he was not single, and I cut him off. I'm glad she found out he wasn't single.
1: <laughs> Google it.
2: Yeah, seriously. Um, she Sydney. And- weekly seriously crack a book and then she doubled down on her claims telling tiktok viewers that the 30 year old boston celtics player that's tristan third trimester recently reached out to her multiple times on his dms she said the last time we had contact besides when he messaged me after finding out about the interview it was the day after his daughter's birthday party dun 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 she also gave some really revealing insights as to his penis and that he is uncircumcised and he had a quote peekaboo dick and she apologized for disclosing such personal information about tristan she said quote that's not okay and i should have done it (laughs) so chloe shared on instagram quote people don't hesitate to share a kind word or do a good deed to brighten someone else's day are the best kinds of people she posted the quote on Tuesday. Um, you know, this is sort of sketchy and it hasn't been confirmed. And I have personally don't know if he has a quote peekaboo dick. So I, you know, we can't confirm that way. But Sarah, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, bubbling I also
1: cannot confirm anything about Thompson's penis, but, um, you know, who am I to not believe this, right? I mean, I am queen of Chloe, run, 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 far away, get the hell away from Tristan. But it's interesting timing. Um, I mean, I obviously this girl going on like a podcast and saying this, like, there's a chance it's not true. I don't know, like that seems a little thirsty to me. And like, yeah. I'm shocked that he doesn't have any like NDA situation, like really Tristan. Um, but also like it's Tristan and I would believe anything. Um, I also think that it's just like, It's classic like I've been watching the season of Kardashians and like Tristan's actually been really cute on it and it's like pisses me off because like he's kind of funny in the confessionals. I'm like, no, I'm not allowed to like you like I hate you. And right when I was like forgiving him, it comes out. So Tristan, I'm, I'm disappointed in you and this girl like get a life.
2: Yeah, and while we haven't confirmed this, we've confirmed several other times that Tristan has cheated. So it seems like, as Gwen Flamberg says, where there's smoke, there might be a little bit of salmon. We (laughs) will have to see. Well, Britney Spears is cutting toxic people out of her life and finally finding her own voice. In court, the day that I have been waiting for, Britney Spears was granted a request on Tuesday to directly address the court managing her conservatorship at a status hearing in June. Her attorney, Samuel Ingraham III, asked for the hearing when the court convened on Tuesday to address matters about accounting and fees were pushed back to July for more information. And it is still unclear what issues Britney Spears will raise or whether she will ask to end the conservatorship but she will be allowed to have her full day in court and this will be on june 23rd and she gets to address the court and sort of say whatever she wants about her dad about the conservatorship about mental health in general maybe about peasant tops we have no idea what she will do but she gets to address the court imagine Sarah, what she, she gets
1: like in front of the court and her outfit and she like spins around while like does a pirouette while she's like being like justice for me and like free britney i mean obviously cannot wait i also heard that they're working on like a part two of framing britney spears like well i know that's like low-key problematic because like she doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. like it and it's kind of exploitive like i also cannot wait so it, this is a complicated one as always but like i'm so excited let britney speak sing sing it out girl it work
2: bitch I was just was she saying? Uh, you know, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman, just in the courthouse. And she is working with one of the documentaries that's going on about her. She is involved, and will be speaking. And there's another one that's unauthorized, so it's just like a little bit of both. Ooh, speaking of unauthorized documentaries, did you see that Army Hammer's aunt is doing a tell-all docu series about their family's secrets?
1: I mean, does she oh. know where the bones be- are buried?
0: That's what I was gonna say. Like it's not gonna be that juicy. I want Army Hammer to write a towel or one of the ladies who he um propositioned.
2: hmm I just there that super, super rich family has a lot of crazy demons in that closet. And anything I can get more from her book, I will take it. <laughs> This next duo is inked and in sync. I am talking about Cara Delevingne and Paris Jackson, daughter to the late Michael Jackson, who we can't really tell if they're just famous, really good friends, pansexuals in an open relationship, or, you know, seriously booed up and dating. They got glammed up on Sunday to attend, of course, the Oscars, an after party together, and they revealed that they had matching tattoos. They both got delicate red roses, Paris's was on her left forearm and Kara's was on her upper right arm. So they look like couples things. When you put them together, it looks very boo thingy. And for Sunday's party, they channeled a bride and groom Paris Jackson wore like a Monique Lillier white gown and Cara Delevingne wore like a sexy tuxedo pant thing. And Jackson, just for a little factoid, Paris Jackson has 50 tattoos and Cara Delevingne has about 25, including an A in honor of ex-girlfriend Ashley Benson. Now they have been, uh, Paris Jackson, Cara Delevingne have sparked dating rumors since about 2017 at the MTV Movie Awards. So Gwen, what do you think? Are they or aren't they?
0: Well, nobody Knows Trav, but I thought that it very suspicious that the tattoo that they chose to get together was a red rose. I think that there's some romance going on there, but as you say, they're both pansexual fabulous. So they went to Los Angeles tattoo artist Pickle P. If you look Mm. at this woman's Instagram, she looks kind of pansexual and fabulous (sighs) and maybe sort of like a dominatrix. I mean, really awesome. The work gorgeous like their little fine line yeah they're pretty red rose tattoos but like literally guys take a look at them they are fully red ink there's no black ink in these tattoos they're fully red ink and they're gorgeous i kind of want one what if maybe i can be in their girl stands <laughs> well that's you know but that's the thing that's where i was like if you know or like you know anybody in that generation like millennial guys that hit on me, they just send me a rose emoji. Like the really? rose is, yes, the rose is the thing. No one sends me a rose emoji.
1: Quinn, I'll go get a rose tattoo with you.
0: <laughs> oh, let's go to Pickle Pig.
1: Okay, let's do it.
2: Yes, hot Hollywood tattoos. Travis, you can come too. <laughs> hot Hollywood red rose tattoos in honor of Paris Jackson. you guys Carr have any? DeLavine. Do you have
0: a tattoo, Travis?
2: Yeah, I got a bunch.
1: Oh,
0: I got to see them. <laughs> I, I love I love little delicate tattoos. I like tattoos yeah. that look like charms, so I'm all for it. And I love the idea of the red ink. I don't know how that wears. I have to look into that, yeah. but. I'm into it. I think it would look very pretty and very sort of pin-up-y on a
1: Why redhead
2: like us. We'll yeah.
1: keep an eye on those those tattoos and those two, but I think they're just friends. That's my hot take.
2: See, I think that they are like together but have a very like Hollywood open relationship and can date whoever they want to but like consider themselves to be like each other's like friends, and Like
0: friends with benefits.
2: Pretty much friends yeah, like with benefits. Very, very
0: close. That's friends with benefits. And they are both so gorgeous. They're both oh, so beautiful. So like, yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to watch that.
2: Anyway. Well, speaking of Oscars, Gwen, do you want to hit us with the highlights? I know you were working your little booty through Oscars all night long and into the morning. Tell us about your highlights and highlights. Oh, so- too. Oh, did you? Sorry, I didn't see you there. That's Fine. <laughs>
0: Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> You know, my favorite outfit of the night was little Alan Kim from Minori, was dressed in Tom Brown and was channeling a mini David Rose from his wedding on Schitt's Creek. Fabulous. But my most favorite moment had to be Glenn Close doing the butt. I wish that they had started that music game like that, you know, behind the music game like an hour earlier than they did it was like ten forty. and why did they just start it then but glenn close like being so knowledgeable about the song and then actually getting up and shaking her booty better than her winning an oscar i think i mean i don't know if she'd agree with that
2: <laughs> i don't think she would. and she's now tied for the most losses with nominations in oscars history so sorry glenn close but maybe next year will be your year
0: and then, of course, my most, most favorite moment that I won't forget is Brad Pitt's man bun. I mean, it's kind of like there could be an entire three-hour award show just dedicated to Brad Pitt's man bun. Like, there could be an award show dedicated to the legends of Brad's hair
2: through the years, you know? That I would tune in for. Sarah yeah. Heron, do you have any highlights from The Big O?
1: Um, Yeah, when it ended. No. No. <laughs> I was very taken back when they started that game at like 1045 and they still hadn't done the three main categories and like they cut out obviously the performances. So I was very, I liked the pace and then all of a sudden they they threw off the pace. So, um, I think they need a host. I think it was missing a lot of that. Um, but my favorite outfit was Carrie Mulligan. I loved her, her beauty and the beast vibes. She looked like a queen, like an Oscar. And, um, Yeah, I feel like that that was my highlight. I liked seeing the clothes again. It was nice to see like a red carpet, red carpet, full on Oscar fashion. That was fun. But I was pretty unfamiliar with the films this year. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what I did in quarantine, but it was not watch My Octopus Teacher.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I loved My Octopus Teacher, but I don't think I should have won. Okay. You and Cameron from Southern Charm. Yes, it was Fantastic. The rumors are true. Phoebe Dynaver, known as many as Daphne Bridgerton, and tall rascal Pete Davidson had confirmed what we have suspected for weeks, months even. They are dating. How did they confirm, you ask? Not in any formal announcement such as an Instagram post, but by publicly grocery shopping together and then having a little romp in the field ooh la la we got new paparazzi photos of the pair out and about in the quote greater Manchester area that the Daily Mail is only identifying it as they enjoyed a country stride stroll during which they appeared to be quote unafraid to show their affection for one another and then they visited a supermarket where they headed inside armed with a bag for life before leaving the shop with a bag of goods and I did try to look inside the bags to figure out what they were going to make for dinner that night but they were not see-through so i'm sad that i cannot yet report that but they're going strong and he's still living in manchester with her they have like moved rocket fast and he's across the pond and the longer they're together the more i like this couple question mark it was wild to see these pictures like
1: he looked really happy and so did she like i was kind of like yes kind of into it
2: Yeah, they both looked really like happy and normal. And I really wanted to like eat everything I said about them because they they look really happy together. And they're
1: not being Instagram and weird. Like how, like talk about getting tattoos. Like remember he got that Ariana Grande tattoo like way too soon and like whatever. Like Mm
0: -hmm. I kind of like how private they're being. They kind of look like they fit as a couple, which is what surprised me. You know, she's not Daphne Bridgerton. She's Phoebe Dynivore. And she actually kind of looks like a hipster like he is. Mm -hmm. I just kind of want to know you guys like what what does he have? Like what does Pete Davidson have that all of these like it girls are so super into him? I mean, am I answering my own question? Yeah, I think it, there's a lot of things, yeah, including what you're implying, but also I think it's that like
1: funny guy thing where it's like he's hot in his own way and it like makes it hotter cuz he doesn't think he's hot. But he knows he's funny. Like it's just that thing. Like it's the same thing as Machine Gun Kelly. Like they just like have that thing. Well,
0: yeah. I knew you had to Machine mention Kelly, but... Knew you had to mention MGK.
1: He's in his song out today. It slaps, like no big deal. He's going on tour. <laughs> I might have gotten the Spotify free fan code that I didn't ask for because I'm not buying tickets, but that You're not exciting. going to
2: tickets to my downfall. I will say that if you attended the Machine Gun Kelly concert, which I have, you would be a little surprised at the clientele and the ruckus nature of that crowd. Yeah, I, I have know never seen anything like it. that. There I was like at least 11 or. fights that broke out between like at least 20 people. I was really glad I was upstairs, but it was like, you know, it was a heavy metal concert.
1: I need to get like into a box with Megan Fox
2: that seems like to be the way to see pete davidson oh boy ellie <clears throat> oh right 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 can't even get them confused i think he just has that sort of sad boy that ladies can fix vibe and they're like oh cool. this poor sad guy i will be the love that changes him forever and we're going to be so happy together it's you know sort of intoxicating yeah Well, Jana Kramer is telling us things that we already know, like Mike has cheated. (laughs) Sarah Huron, what can you tell us about the updates with these two in the relationship that just won't end?
1: I mean, the gift that keeps on coming. (laughs) Jana Kramer filed for divorce citing adultery and marital misconduct in her divorce documents in the state of Tennessee. Um, which also the state of Tennessee. I learned a lot about divorce court as always from this job. And in Tennessee court, they automatically file a temporary restraining order when people file for divorce. So that's interesting. Um, And there's just like all these rules laid out of like, you can't talk about your spouse and poor way in front of the kids or your whatever. And the only thing that stuck stood out in the the restraining order and the divorce docs besides the adultery allegations were that... um, It said she she couldn't talk poorly about him to her employer like they have a podcast and their whole podcast is about each other talking poorly about each other So like she wasn't on this week they had Brooke Burke randomly fill in for her but like next (laughs) week when she goes back to the podcast like she better tell us everything like that restraining order better not stop her.
2: Well, what a unique situation where they're like, please don't talk about it. But like, Your Honor, we have 11 books and 180 podcast episodes about our breakup. So this is actually not for us. Like, this Your is Honor, for others.
1: Do you know who I am? Like, I am the queen of talking about it. And I will not be able to afford my children's meals if you don't let me exploit right. this divorce. Like,
2: this, this divorce is my bread and butter. And the kids are already aware of everything. Pick up that copy of Us Weekly's cover story to see how, I, how you how cheated with 27 women and went to sex rehab
1: yeah so he's um she has still yet to say anything a source tells us that he knows that this is you know it's time to um and we heard that you know she uncovered a recent infidelity and it was one time too many and it was the same pattern and she's going down that road and her friends are relieved that she's leaving him they were like i can't believe you stayed this long kind of how we all were um she just but felt like she had to do everything she could for their kids and their family and she's confident in the fact that she put in as much effort as humanly possible and that i think we could all agree on um i also thought it was kind of funny and shady that their podcast producer on the episode was like surprised because he was like we spent two years on this podcast like talking through things and now she does like files for divorce like she clearly didn't tell anyone which is like kind of savage um and you know i can't look away from her she's posting on instagram again like talking to the camera like talking about her journey and like thanking everyone for support and her like boob job and i'm like you just give me so much
2: Mm mm-hmm she really is a perfect celebrity fixture reality star she just does it effortlessly and thank you for that jana and i hope you move on and find someone new because she no one has worked harder to save their marriage than jana kramer
1: you know what's gonna be crazy is when he moves on i don't know if we'll ever know because he's not really he doesn't have like instagram or anything but like i could see her freaking out like the first woman he dates and like who's gonna date that guy (laughs)
2: Uh, there will be someone out there Well we got some uh, Quotes that we usually Do not get We Jay-Z gave a very candid interview To the Sunday Times and we never hear Beyonce or Jay-Z talking about anything He went on there to promote His partnership with Puma And talked about quarantine life with Beyonce, uh, their 9 year old Daughter now Blue Ivy and soon to be 4 year old twins Rumi and Sir Jay-Z said quote In the beginning it was time for everyone to sit down and really connect and really focus on family and being together and take this time to learn about each other. He said, and then as it wore on, it's like, okay, right. Is this the new normal? And he talked about the kids feeling pressure to live up to their superstar parents. And he says, here's the business I'm going to hand over to you that I'm creating for you. He said, what if my child doesn't want to be in music or sports? I have no idea, right? But as long as you think your child feels supported and loved, I think anything is possible. Jay-Z said he's very aware of the legacy his children may feel to live up to but he and his wife have a plan. He said, quote, just make sure we provide a loving environment and to be very attentive to who they want to be. He said, it's easy for us as human beings to want our children to do certain things, but we have no idea. We're just the guides. And I thought this was really, really nice that they're setting up these businesses and legacies for them, arguably the biggest in the world, but they're not forcing them to take any of these paths. And I thought that was really heartwarming.
0: I agree. And I also cannot believe that Rumi and Sir are four.
2: Yes, they are about to be four years old. It seems like, you know, just yesterday she was pregnant with those beautiful twin babies. Do you guys know what it's time for?
0: My favorite time to get
2: aggressive. It is time to put on those boxing gloves. Well, the celebrities put on those boxing gloves for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. Well, we have a very unique battle for you guys this evening. Um, Gwen, I'm just gonna jump right in here. The first bout is going to you. Miss Christine Baranski, is 69 today. Wow. And 69 year old Christine Bransky, just an absolute legend, is facing off. This is a David and Goliath situation against Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who is 49 this week.
0: I mean, listen, I love The Rock. You know, I love The Rock. My friend loves The Rock even more than I do. And I sent her an ukulele so that she could practice songs that she will perform From for him. Well, from Moana and just also, you know, like native Samoan songs that will definitely tug at his heartstrings. And have you ever seen The Rock's mother playing the ukulele? Because yes, I, I have. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's amazing. The Rock is a lover, not a fighter. Mm-hmm. He would get in the ring with Christine Baranski. He would pour her a glass of Taramana tequila and he would be like, girl, let's toast You're 69 and fabulous. And then they would leave the ring together.
2: Oh. That is a lovely thing. I'm so glad Christine Boranski pulled this out. Sarah, here on. This is me. for you. Um, Ellie Kemper, also known as the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, <laughs> yeah, is 41 this week. <laughs> she is versus uh, Cheryl Burke, who is a 37 this week. And I really wish it had been Carrie Ann Inaba. But no, it is Cheryl Burke, who is 37.
1: Carrie Ann Inaba. Um. <laughs> I feel as though Cheryl Burke is pretty tough. I like Ellie Kemper, though, and she's a redhead, and we talk about redheads on this podcast a lot, so let's give it to Ellie Kemper.
2: Ding, ding, ding. Congratulations, Miss Ellie, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, not broken. Gwen, the last round before our very exciting finals is to you lance bass is 42 years old this week versus danielle fisher topanga if you will who is 40 years old this week
0: danielle fishel she has great hair and i think that she would just swing it around a few times and just throw lance bass right out of the ring
2: Oh my god, we have a Mortal Kombat-inspired hair flip twist <laughs> throwdown. Sarah, here on these three, Ellie Kemper, Danielle Fischel, and Christine Baranski, who isn't in the room tonight, all <laughs> in the boxing ring. Who is coming out on top?
1: I mean, obviously, Christine Baranski. Like, have you seen Mamma Mia? Like, okay. she is an icon, and
2: I stand ding 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 congratulations christine branski and enjoy your 69th birthday <laughs> well that is all the time we have today thank you to my host sarah and gwen for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this is travis crone us weekly's hot hollywood podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion fame of your favorite celebrities after all they're just like us thanks guys